the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Do not forget, the Bruce Hooley Show moves to an 11 a.m. start on Monday, August the 16th. Today, tomorrow, and Friday, we will be here 5 to 7. Although, tomorrow, we will be here 5 to 6, I am told. Aaron, is that uh, correct? You're nodding your head. Yes, tomorrow is the first, well, first game that we're airing of the Steelers preseason. Fantastic, yes. 98.9 The Answer is now the home of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You say, you were the home of the Cleveland Browns. And we were. And we endeavored to remain the home of the Cleveland Browns. And we were also the home of the Steelers as well. Four years ago. Prior to that. Back to the Steelers we go. Thursday night. Thursday night, Steelers football. Pre-game show here at 6 on 98.9 The Answer. You say, what is the rest of the Salem lineup now that 98.9 The Answer is shoehorning Bruce Hooley into the midday? Hugh Hewitt will still occupy 6-9, Mike Gallagher at 9 a.m., uh, I will come on at 11. Dennis Prager will follow me, 1 p.m. Seb Gorka, 3 to 5. Charlie Kirk, who was airing at noon, will now air 5 to 7. And then Larry Elder, 7 to 10 p.m. <clears throat> Provided Larry Elder does not become governor of California, which we certainly hope he does. Carl Jackson has that program until that time. Uh, downtown today, in downtown Columbus, the Columbus Metropolitan Club held one of its weekly forums, uh, this one around critical race theory. Um, I cannot imagine (laughs) what that must have been like for our friend Aaron Baer, who is the president of the Center for Christian Virtue. But I cannot imagine a better voice to speak to the authenticity of why critical race theory is not just incorrect, not just unwise, not just unfair, but why it is demonic. Uh, It is evil. It divides people according to race, according to any number of other categories. If you are a Bible-believing Christian, you know that we are all equal in the sight of God. There's neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male or female. We're all one in Christ. So critical race theory, as put forward by Ibram X. Kendi, who I've played audio for you before where Ibram X. Kendi says that he rejects Savior theology. Well, that is demonic, my friend. If you are rejecting the Savior, you are on the wrong side. Not just of history, but definitely of eternity. So today, um, I don't think Aaron had a whole lot of friends downtown. Certainly not among the other two speakers. Kevin Magruder, Associate Professor of History at Antioch College. Need I say more? 
and Jennifer Adair, president of the Columbus Board of Education. Need I say more? No, I need not say more. Uh, Also today, uh, I believe the Columbus Dispatch education reporter Alyssa Widman-Niece was the moderator. Uh, If she works for the Dispatch, I think the chances are very, very strong that she is also an avowed leftist because it is revenge of the leftists at the Columbus Dispatch ever since the death of John Wolfe and ever since the sale of the paper. Uh, Here's how the Dispatch portrays critical race theory and lies in doing it. Critical race theory is the study of contemporary racism in order to dismantle race-based injustices and equalities. Uh, That comes from an Ohio University professor named Vincent Junkuz, who says he has taught a class on it since 2004. Uh, Junkuz tells the dispatch that people have started to use CRT as an umbrella term. When they oppose a school engaging in discussions about race with its staff or students. Okay. That is a big lie. People are not opposed to schools engaging in discussions about race with its staff or students. People are opposed to school districts paying money to race hustlers like the Kerwin Institute at Ohio State University to come in and tell their employees that because they are white, they are oppressors, and because they are not white, they are oppressed. People oppose labels based upon immutable characteristics. You are a man, you are a woman, you are white, you are black, you are Hispanic, you are Asian. Those are things you cannot change. I don't care if you say you feel like a woman or you feel like a man. Uh, Only Shania Twain can get away with that. So, (laughs) you know, uh, it's just complete nonsense. And it's evil to label people in that way. The irony, the extreme irony of the transgender and LGBTQ movement is that they want you to see them for their authentic self or who they really are as an individual. The critical race theory dismisses the entirety of who a person is as an individual. It has no interest in who a person is as an individual. You're white, you're an oppressor. You're black, you're oppressed. It is an evil ideology, and it is, in fact, a theology. Because it is a religion, given the zealotry to which people are committed to it. Now today, the Senate passed an amendment banning the use of federal funds to teach concepts associated with critical race theory in primary and secondary education. Joe Manchin, West Virginia senator, a Democrat, joined with the 49 present Republicans to advance the amendment. But... The problem with critical race theory is that it has so many different labels and so many different uh, masks, is a better word, that it can hide behind. 
Ask any district. Are you teaching critical race theory? No, no, no. We're not teaching critical race theory. And if they were given truth serum and you asked them, why aren't you teaching critical race theory? They'd say, well, because we're not allowed to teach critical race theory. Because if we say we're teaching critical race theory, then we're going to have parents like out to wazoo at our next board meeting. We're teaching diversity, equity, and inclusion. We've hired like four diversity, equity, and inclusion officers. And so we're, wink, wink, not teaching critical race theory. But if you've worked for a big company, chances are you've sat through a seminar like they've been sitting through at American Express. Internal documents reviewed by Chris Russo of the Manhattan Institute say American Express executives sat everybody down and made them submit to an anti-racism initiative. Oh, yes. By the way, if you ever heard the term anti-racism, you are getting critical race theory indoctrination. Uh, Employees were asked to fill out a company worksheet where they could plot their own intersectional identities. Say, what in the heck? I don't have any intersectional identities. Yes, you do. Your race, your sexual orientation, your body type, your religion, disability status, age, citizenship. All of those are aspects of who you are. And when you put them on paper, they then determine your intersectionality score or your, here's another buzzword, privilege. That will determine whether you're members of a marginalized group or whether you're part of an oppressor group. And you are listening right now to one of the chief oppressor groups, or at least a representative of one of the chief oppressor groups, because I am a white, heterosexual, able-bodied Christian male. I'm at the top of the evil intersectionality pyramid. And maybe you are too. Uh, The American Express intercompany memo said that those who are scored as oppressors uh, must submit to specific rules for interacting with black, female, and LGBT employees. If members of that subordinate group are present, workers should practice intersectional allyship and defer to them before speaking. Another handout instructed white employees to identify the privileges or advantages you have not to speak over members of the black and African-American community, and to analyze their speech and actions based upon their impact on others, not their intent. Did you get that? Analyze your speech based upon its impact on others, not their intent. I had a woke editor at the Plain Dealer tell me that one time. He was like, using it as an example, he said, you know, if you are a hugger and you go up and hug someone and it makes them uncomfortable, then you have committed violence against them. (laughs) Like I'd never heard a hug portrayed as violence. How do I know what they're thinking? Ah, but you were responsible for knowing what they're thinking. Forbidden phrases at American Express include, I don't see color. 
we are all human beings. And everyone can succeed in this society if they work hard enough. Racist. That is critical race theory. That is the lion's den into which Aaron Bear ventured today downtown at the Metropolitan Club. And I checked with Aaron, and he said he got a chance to share the gospel. He made it out alive. And for that, I am exceedingly grateful. If you would like to meet any of the terrific talkers, part of the Salem Media Network, now's your chance. Go to 989theanswer.com and enter today. You could meet a host like Dinesh D'Souza, Larry Elder, Mike Gallagher, Hugh Hewitt, Charlie Kirk, Dennis Prager in person. You pick the host. You can enter once a day. You can sit with them as they do their show. Fly to the city where they do what they do. Three nights hotel accommodations. And a $250 Visa gift card. Two local winners will be drawn for a chance to visit this show when it moves to the middays starting Monday, August the 16th, 11 to 1 p.m. Is there lunch involved with that, Aaron? Yeah, there may be. There may be lunch there involved. There may be, yeah. Appetizers or I don't know. Yeah, you get a trip to McDonald's we'll work with it me. Out, yeah. You get to pick out one meal. <laughs> you, uh, Medium you, si- No upgrading the size Off the dollar menu. <laughs> You can enter once per day, and uh, it says here, complete optional bonus activities to earn additional entries. Any insight into the optional bonus entries? Well, there's options there like following us on social media and things oh, like go. that to Fantastic. get bonus entries. But you can enter once per day, mm-hmm. and it ends soon. Very right? good. Better get on it. Dinesh Souza's Dinesh D'Souza's out of Houston, Larry Elder out of L.A., and you will get to meet Larry Elder. Uh, regardless of what happens with the California gubernatorial bid, Larry has um, been very gracious in saying yes, he will. Mike Gallagher, I don't know, Gallagher right now is a little in flux because his son had a very serious accident. Gallagher works sometimes out of New York, sometimes out of Tampa. Seb Gorka and Hugh Hewitt in Washington, D.C. Dennis Prager in L.A., Eric Metaxas, New York, and Charlie Kirk out of Phoenix. So, 989theanswer.com. That's where you were. Uh, enter, rather. <clears throat> okay, so... Andrew Cuomo resigned. You know that, right? And I didn't get the chance to play this yesterday. Andrew Cuomo is a predator. Andrew Cuomo is so self-absorbed. I laughed before when his initial defense to the sexual assault allegations against him was, (laughs) I do it to everybody. I do that to everybody. And then in the same defense, it was, but I didn't do it over the line and then he he wrapped his initial defense with and by the way i did a great job on covid i know you didn't well after he in in the midst of his resignation you might have missed this little nugget from andrew cuomo who is (laughs) exceedingly and uh unrepentantly tone deaf in many ways i see the world through the eyes of my daughters Kara, Mariah, and Michaela. They are 26 and 26, twins, and 23. And I have lived this experience with and through them. I have sat on the couch with them, hearing the ugly accusations for weeks. I have seen the look in their eyes and the expression on their faces. And it hurt. 
I want my three jewels to know this. My greatest goal is for them to have a better future than the generations of women before them. It is still in many ways a man's world. It always has been. We have sexism that is culturalized and institutionalized. My daughters have more talent and natural, natural gifts than I ever had. I want to make sure that society allows them to fly as high as their wings will carry them. <laughs> and as far from people like me as their wings will carry them. Uh, while he was sitting on the couch with his twin daughters, 26 and another one, 23, did it ever occur to him that they might be thinking that he is a pig for what he is alleged to have done to that New York State trooper or to the many other women that he felt up in rope lines or reached under their shirt. This dude is so self-absorbed. I want them to have a better future than the women who came before them. Well, then let's hope they don't ever have to work with an Andrew Cuomo. Wow. We wow, wow, wow. Bad look. Very bad look. <laughs> Very bad look, Andrew Cuomo. Hey, let's not forget how beloved Andrew Cuomo was by the liberal media. David, we're sitting by for Governor Cuomo's press conference, his daily briefing. How would you contrast Cuomo and President Trump's handling of the crisis? Truth versus mendacity. Governor Cuomo um, out there day after day after day, everything Trump isn't, honest, direct, brave. Real leadership of the kind the president of the United States should have provided. Governor Cuomo is clearly living in a totally different reality, the actual one, than the president of the United States. Governor Cuomo has become a national leader. For a lot of people, Andrew Cuomo has become the leader of the Democratic Party. He is conveying incredible strength. You spoke to National Guard troops today in a stirring speech that, if I wasn't listening carefully, I thought you would sending soldiers off to war. This has been a remarkable show of leadership by Governor Cuomo in recent days. He's providing hope but not false hope. Governor Cuomo, no. I think, is, is, is one of the heroes on, on the front lines. With all of this adulation that you're getting for doing your job, are you thinking about running for president? Andrew Cuomo, who has a daily television show now uh, and has become, in some ways, the shadow uh, president. Maybe Trump is just a little bit mad that Governor Cuomo has become a kind of acting president. Dealing with hardship actually makes you stronger. That's what Governor Cuomo said earlier today. That's what I'm going to go teach my kids right now at home. Now, when do you get to the lesson about reaching under the shirt of the assistant, Brian Stelter? You want your kids to grow up like a pig, Andrew Cuomo? Now, that was not only Stelter, Mr. Potato Head. That was Chris Hayes of MSNBC, Joy Reid a couple of times, Rachel Maddow. Everything is worse than Watergate, Carl Bernstein, Lester Holt of NBC, and, of course, Chris Hayes from MSNBC. Now, Stelter was on the, uh, what's that deplorable show on CBS at night? Oh, Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert. He was on the show last night. And Stelter said of Chris Cuomo, still being an anchor at CNN, there's no textbook for how to handle something like this. Yes, there is. You cannot put a guy on TV 
when things are going well and then totally ignore the story when things are not going well. You cannot have the brother of the governor of New York who is feeling up women who work for him advising him on strategies to deal with the accusations and then continue to have him hosting a program on CNN. No, there's no textbook on it because it's obvious. As the roll around your waist, Brian Stelter. Get a clue. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.